Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a very proud wrestling podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well, having a great day, evening, weekend, whenever it is that you're listening to this. Now, I had hoped to get uh, a double or nothing preview in, and I my schedule was tight this week. It was very tight. So I had to reach out to my good friend. I had to reach out. I always wanted to say this line ever since uh raw after wrestlemania 14 i wanted to reach out to the blood to my family i reached out to the click and joining me my co-host from four exposure plugo how's it going buddy it's going do we gotta you gotta like do the thing oh then you gotta go we gotta come over here you're on the wrong side there you go there you go the click baby yeah Yeah, (laughs) it up there we go what's good man i'm glad i could be here well, I appreciate you joining me. So it's it's uh, time I can talk some wrestling. I'm usually I'm I'm in. Yeah, that's how I like to do it too. You know, like you, know, you want to talk wrestling? Fuck yeah, I do. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, worse things you could be talking about right now. So it's it's a busy weekend for wrestling. There's a lot going on. Yeah, like too much. Like as of now, we're recording this on Thursday. So tomorrow we have the LPW yep. show for here. And then there's Impact Wrestling. Then there's, uh, what is it, NXT? No, yeah, that's uh, no NXT. Night of Champions. And Night then, of Champions is NXT next is tomorrow as well. Uh, uh, NXT is Sunday, I think. Sunday, yeah. So Sunday's yeah. NXT. Then you have Double, Double or Nothing, and then you have Monday Night Raw. Then you have NXT. It's, I don't think there's a day off of professional wrestling for the next like three weeks. It feels it, like it's, anyway. It's a lot. So. Yeah. But I mean, today we're going to talk double or nothing. And I mean, one thing that I will always hold disdain for is like the card not being finalized until like the dynamite right before. So it leaves very little time to record anything. So classic Tony Khan. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, he always waits till the last 10 minutes and goes, Excalibur, by the way. There's 14 other matches you got to announce. (laughs) Not counting the buy in. And then you're just left scrambling for the preview, but that's all right. We make yeah. it work. You know, there, there's some matches I'm sure we'll talk a whole lot about and others that we might kind of just glaze over because, you know, a little, not as much excitement about, but we'll still talk about everything. We'll have a little bit of fun with it. And, you know, we'll get everyone listening for, uh, get them ready for double or nothing. So uh, where do you want to start? Cause I mean, it, 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 there's, I think twelve. Nine matches so far. Nine so far. And there's so a rampage far. on Friday. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what gets added there. But I mean, I mean, let's get you're, you're the boss. This is your let's, house. I'm just visiting. We're gonna kick things off the ladder match for the TNT championship. Wardlow defending against Christian Cage. And I mean, I, I'm I'm primed, I'm ready for Christian to like have a little bit of like gold around his waist to like take that TNT title to the next level. I don't know if it'll happen, but I mean, what do you think in heading into this match? Are you saying you want a hot potato, the TNT championship that Wardlow just won? Yes, because Wardlow can lose it without eating a pin and he's still going to be strong afterwards. <laughs> if they're not going to do the TNT title as the Haas title, then let's move it on to someone else. 
Everybody that watches my show on Thursday nights knows how I feel about Christian Cage and his lack of work ethic. <laughs> I say that in jest, of course. Um, yeah, I could see them maybe because here's how I feel about Wardlow. I feel like this is an all this is a good opportunity if you wanted to say have MJF retain here at Double or Nothing. It could be a nice logical step to have Wardlow because Wardlow never even really wanted the TNT title. If you remember, he said like, I'm here for, I'm here for the, it was like when the interim title is like, I don't want it. I want the world title. So that's has been his ultimate goal. He's linked up with Arn Anderson now, which is nothing but money in my opinion. So I could see Christian winning. I don't know if they're ready to make the decision yet, but again, this would be another big loss and another big spot for Christian. So it's tough. I hate to give you a wishy-washy answer. I have no confidence in it, but if I was going to pick, I'll stick with my man Wardlow. Yeah, you're going Wardlow. I was thinking like, you know what? We could do a little wager if we have, you know, different picks. And I mean, the, 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 the winner uh, can choose a, a, I like how you pointed at you. Well, I'm just I'm preparing you for what's going to happen <laughs> come Sunday night. The winner uh, can pick a pay-per-view that both of us will sit down and review and have a little fun with down the line. Okay. Okay. So, so get get ready for December to dismember because we're going <laughs> to. I was going to say get ready for Roadblock. <laughs> the 2016 one. Yeah. Moxley and Triple H just going yep. at it. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> Great balls of fire. <laughs> I don't know. I think like, you know you what? Know. Fuck it. If I could say that on this channel, I think I can. We're on Patreon, right? Yeah. This is Patreon exclusive. Oh, so yeah, podcast. we can, we can say things. Yeah. Uh, let's go down the WCW road. We'll get some like sin. Oh yeah. We're going to have fun with this. This will be some good. Greed. <laughs> Watch Sid me. break his ankle. That's right. Don't tempt me with a good time, Blair. I don't know. I'm going to take Christian. I want to see him get the win. I want to see Wardlow move on from the TNT scene because he's been there for a little bit. He's kind of been hovering there. I would love to see him lose. And then, you know, whether it's Wednesday night or even later on after MJF wins, have him come out, powerbomb him to end the show. I mean, there you go. There's your next food right there. Yeah. Again, you're not, I don't hate it. I just don't, my confidence is not high in them making that decision. That's fair. That's fair. Well, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, but I would love it. Cause I think that, uh, I think the Wardlow and Jeff story is untold it needs to be finished or not yep. untold. It's been told it needs to be finished. Finish the story. Tony gone. I think that's a perfect, like there's enough events from now until like all out that you could do that as a main event, you know, so, and all in, they got all in, all out, full all in Forbidden door, yeah, they got a lot coming up. So collision, um, collusion, what <laughs> the uh the blackjack battle royal. 21 mem 21 men in there. Orange Cassie defending his title. Now, I mean, I before they even announced it, I was thinking like we haven't had a battle royal on a pay-per-view in a while. Like normally it was a standard on the pre-show. There's always gonna be whether it's the tag mm -hmm. team, the women's, whichever. So I'm okay with having another one in there. As long as we get a little bit of uh, maybe some feuds coming out of it, it doesn't necessarily have to be for Orange Cassidy, but I want to see something built up for, you know, collision down the line for Dynamite. Like, let's have a little right. fun with it. I'm, you know, what What do you think? 
Oh no, I, I'm uh, I'm with you. Like I think uh, I think these should these should be vehicles to have feuds branch off. Especially if you're going to add two more hours of television every week, mm-hmm. you need to start digging into some storylines for some of these lower mid card or mid card people. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I think it's Orange Cassidy. I don't yeah. think you put him in this spot. And I have gone on record of saying that. 30 years from now, when we look back at this international championship and the lineage of it, Orange Cassidy's on the Mount Rushmore because he's been that damn good. He's been sealing the show. He's been holding his own. Like, he's made this title his own. So to lose it in this spot without really any kind of, like, big surprise lined up that any... You know what I mean? Like, it just would be... It wouldn't feel right. So... Let him have some fun. Let him have some cool spots and build some future feuds within this battle royal. This like, blackjack battle royal, I should say. I, I, I've said before that I think he's made the international championship more prestigious than the world championship at this moment. Like with when you look at defenses, how regularly it's been defended, the, the quality of matches. I mean, you know, when you're getting an international championship match, it's going to be a banger. He's delivered every time. I mean, last night versus Kyle Fletcher was incredible. Yeah. I, uh, I Pac had it first, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if anybody's held it since maybe I might be, but that's what I'm saying. Like I've already forgotten if somebody else has held it other than Pac, which no disrespect to Pac. I think Tony didn't really know what he wanted to do with it until mm-hmm. he kind of got it on orange Cassidy and realized, okay, if we do this uh, all Atlantic championship and then it's only defended, not it. It's this doesn't make sense. It's become the workhorse title for the, for the show. Mm-hmm. So, because MJF, you know, he doesn't defend it very often, but that's kind of by design and through his character. Yeah. So, we've got Orange Cassidy opening up Dynamite every Wednesday night with a banger, and I'm here for it. I mean, do you think mm-hmm. we get any any surprise entrance for this of uh, this card? Don't put me on the spot like that, Blair. I don't. I don't. Maybe maybe CM Punk shows up. Oh, and this is the moment. No, I, I actually, you know, as I was sitting and like thinking about it, I was like. I'm not really sure who they, I mean, do we need another surprise like return or debut or something? I don't think so because I feel like you've got plenty of people on the roster that you could make it work without. So honestly, I haven't even thought about it. So Mm -hmm. unless you're going to throw a name out there that surprises me. Now, I I don't think we could get anyone from outside of AEW, but I do think we'll get like a big return, like an Andrade showing up there because that would garner a reaction. Kyle O'Reilly ready to come back? I don't know. I hope so. But if he is, I don't think he goes back in this spot, right? He's hooking back with the stuff going on later. He he saddles up with the rest of Undisputed yeah, Era and then yeah. you member Sabu. So but yeah, Andrade would be nice. I mean, Miro has returned, so put yeah. him in this thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would love love to see Miro in there. And I think we do. I think that's like using that as a vehicle to he'll have a good showing in that, getting ready for collision since he's been one of the people earmarked for that show. I could see Miro in there. There you go. Mm-hmm. Put that on the board. We yeah, agree. No, I'm taking taking Orange Cassidy. I'm gonna have to mark down all these after to see that, that, how it's many. Bad, it's bad for podcasts when we agree down the line, but I think it just it would be a disservice to Orange to pull it off of him in a battle royal. Okay, here's one where we might have a different opinion. The AEW World Tag Team Championship, FTR defending against my favorites, 
Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Planet Jarrett I was... all the way. Planet Jarrett. <laughs> really? I oh, was I gonna say it. I'm in the driver's seat now. I could just I could just go with your pick the rest of the way, and then like the one match that we talked about at the beginning would be the deciding factor for what paper we watch, right? So everything's <laughs> everything's on Wardlow and Christian Cage. That's all the marbles on that one. We don't all the marbles. The the, close the show. Um, you're really taking Jeff Jarrett and Jay yeah. Lethal. I Ooh. think they get a very short run with the titles and they lose them back to FTR. I think it's something. I think you. There, there's some fun to be had with the new, the new oddities of Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satnam, Karen Jarrett showing up, um, Sanjay what Dudley. Is, what's in, him. what's in Jarrett and Lethal's contract that they have to be on every show, every week because in some capacity? How do they, they want pull to make me out? happy? They want to make me happy. You're not kidding. Are I, I'm I not. Like, I love. Oh, them. oh my goodness. Well, I'm taking FTR. Yeah, because it's FTR. So in in a few weeks when we're sitting down watching, you know, sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first one, the second one. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be why, because you're taking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. You know, it might just be because like so many people have such a hatred towards Jarrett and him being there every week that like. Yeah, I, I gravitate towards that. Like the more people hate, the more I'm like, yeah, no, put the world title on him. Yeah, like have him face Okada at Forbidden Door. That's what I want to see, you know. But like, <laughs> you're a you're a sick individual, Blair. Sick. sick With Mark Mark Briscoe as special referee, I mean, there there's opportunity for some shenanigans in there too. Yeah. And I mean, the way they built up that last uh, the feud on Dynamite last night. I mean, like where him you know, having nothing to do with FTR telling lethal and Jared, you know, like, Hey, get your shit together too. And I mean, slapping and pie facing them. I mean, like it's a, it's a nice little like wrinkle in it. That's a little different worth other special referees. So. Oh, I know. You, I know you got FTR, but I just don't, I just don't need, I just don't need, see, here's the thing with Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. I just never, I've never gravitated towards Jeff Jarrett ever in my, and I was a WCW guy growing yeah. up. Like I just didn't like him. So like it never, and now he's like, I don't know. Where's the acclaimed? Well, you know what? I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them at the end so we can give a part of a proper spoiler just in case. Excuse Where's me, the acclaimed? Where's the, the acclaimed? Gun? Give me the tag team. Give me the tag team matches I want. Where's Swerve and Keith Lee? Oh. I broke them up, broke my heart, and now we can just don't even have Jay a, they, they don't even have a match on the pay per view, and I they've know. been feuding for the past eight months. I guess it's because I know there's so many. Ta- I know that you can't always go back to the you know F, uh, FTR versus the Bucks or FTR versus this, and you have to throw some other teams in there, and like you know the guns and everything, but. Yeah. I just, I'm ready. I'm ready to move off of this Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal stuff. Okay. You know how, like, in, say, WWE, you get like rematches nonstop? Like, you might have three pay per views with a rematch, rematch, rematch. Yeah. The fact that we've had the Young Bucks and FTR wrestle, what, like, once, I think, or twice? Yeah. In, and that's it. And uh, you have everyone clamoring for more. Like, let's have a third one. Let's see more of these two teams. And I we know. still don't get it. I know, but they're busy with other things. But they still, are. They but are. still, that's what I want. 
I love the Young Bucks. So, I mean, like, hey, I'll, I'd love to see them in the world title picture again. I know people don't, but I like them. <laughs> Whatever. Um, they're, they're a good team. I'm not disagreeing. I got their, no. their book sitting behind me. It's an, it's not a bad read. It's a it's an easy read, but it's it's fun. It was a great listen because I don't know how to read, but I wanted the book. Oh, okay. Actually, okay. I listened to the book before I got the physical copy, so I couldn't wait. So I listened to it. Mm-hmm. That was my mistake. <laughs> See, I started reading the Mox book, and then I downloaded the audio book, but it's on my laptop, and I only use this for streaming and to download matches that I never watch. So there you go. Um, they announced last week on Rampage that there would be a six-man tag match between Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy. Spoiler alert, so just skip past this if you want, but on Rampage they announced that Isaiah Cassidy is injured. Replacing him will be everyone's favorite son, Hook. So Hook, yeah. If the Hardys win, Matt Hardy owns Ethan Page's contract. Are you tired of contract owning yet in AEW? Uh, I never really enjoyed this whole Matt Hardy, like Hardy family office thing where he's just like, it just never clicked for me, but I'm never going to go against hook. No, uh, hook is great. Hook is the hair. Hook Hook is his wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. I just, it just seems like, they could be doing other things than like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I want this person's contract. I want this person's contract. Like, you could do other things with Matt Hardy, but for some reason, this is where they want to live. So, so be it. But this doesn't feel like it needs to be on Double or Nothing to me. This has like pre-show written all over it. If you ask yeah. me, like there, this taking the spot of say a Swerve and Keith Lee in a, a one-on-one match, like. Let's. I think our priorities are a little out of order when this has like main show labeled all over it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm ready to move on from this feud. It's been going on for way too long, and I, I was into it when like Matt was actually like chumming up with Ethan a little bit. That like yeah. I didn't mind, but now that okay, Jeff's back. They're done. They've already had the Hardy the final deletion match. I need something new for both sides. Give the guns something more credible. Give the Hardys, you know, their swan song, their last run. And let's see Hook put in a more prominent position because he had so much steam going forward and then it just kind of like petered out a little bit. Doesn't that that seem to happen quite a bit? No, just I love AEW, but they do that all the time where they have these hot streaks and then they don't know how to capitalize or close on them. So, yeah, you know. I think there's more you could do with Ethan Page. Yeah. And this, and then, like you said, once you know Jeff is good and there's not that, I mean, there's always going to be that worry in the back of your mind with Jeff. So you can't really put them into like this major role until you know for sure. Mm -hmm. But this ain't it. Do do you see the Hardys as viable tag team challengers, title challengers? Well, yeah, I mean, if Jeff yeah. Jeff Jarrett is a viable tag team challenger, no, and also it's the Hardys. It's a, they're an all timer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him as a viable. The FTR can get a good match out of anybody, so I could see FTR Hardys. That'd be cool. Um, do you, Do you think yeah. we get a, a Hardy title run in AEW? 
they did put it on the guns. <laughs> they <laughs> that does say something, eh? <laughs> so I could see Tony Khan for like nostalgia purposes being like the Hardys were tag team champions here too, and that just pads their legacy even more. But mm-hmm. right now, no. But I wouldn't. It wouldn't be surprising. Like the guns for that match against FTR when they had like the was it twenty one questions or the fifty cent song as their like yeah. entrance music? Many men, many men. That was perfect. That, that was dope. It was yeah. amazing. With I was like, are the guns cool? Like, bring that back. Make them but, like a star attraction. The guns got cool on their last title match, <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're mismatched Shawn Michaels entrance yep. gear. That's right. So, um, yeah, with this one, I got, I'm taking the Hardys and uh, Hardys and Hook. I think they'll win. They'll do a little bit with Ethan and then just carry on. Because it's Hook. I will never pick against Hook. Okay. This is going to boil down to Wardlow Christian and FTR, isn't it? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, You You tipped your hand early. Wow. But no, I'm a I'm a hook stan. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, I like him. I think that there's a lot more that they can do with him. I think he's someone that uh, I would love to see him, you know, like do a bit of an excursion. Have him like working with Shibata a little bit or something like that. You know, like get him more experience, get some different some trainers, yeah. trainers' hands on him, you know. Oh yeah. yeah so. Um we've talked the TNT title, TBS title match. Taya Valkyrie challenging the champion, looking for her 60th win, Jade Cargill. Do, does Taya end the streak, or do we see Jade hit the big 6-0? So when Taya debuted, I said, if it's not Taya, then who? Mm-hmm. And then they pulled that garbage where she lost, and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to steal credit for this. I was on, I was on a show with... Uh, uh, Doc from Bleacher Report, and he had said like uh, a winning streak of this magnitude has never hurt somebody as much as it hurts Jade Cardgill. And I was like, oh shit, like that that has stuck with me since I heard it last week because they they plug and play a lot with her TNT title run. It was a way to get her reps and keep build her up. And I think she's been ready. Mm-hmm. Like my my issue with the TBS title since Jade has hit like forty is like why is she not involved in your in your world title picture in yeah. the women's side how is your how are you telling me that you've got this undefeated monster you know 40 and 0 but she's not making her way to the other like you're trying to build up TBS title so Taya I would I want Taya to win and it's not because I don't like Jade I love Jade Cargill mm-hmm. I think Jade Cargill is phenomenal She's grown every week, every every match she's had, she's got better and better, and she's added to it. She needs something else because it's this same old, like, ah. So I'm picking Taya because I I do like Taya Valkyrie, but I'm picking yeah. Taya because if not Taya, who else is ready for this spot? They they've they've burnt every opportunity. And if you're just waiting on Statlander to be back, I think that that's a mistake too. Like Jade has superstar potential. She's the person that you want doing media in movies, on TV shows. Like she, everything about her screams like top of the line. Like she's, she is your star. So I would, 
I would love to see her get more opportunities doing that sort of stuff and like get the title off of her so she can like branch out more, put her like getting closer to that world title if that's the ultimate goal with her. But like she needs to get away from the TBS championship. Like mm-hmm. per- I-, I do think that uh, I think Taya wins this and I think that the feud coming out of that will be her versus Statlander instead of Statlander Jade. I think you can have Taya win your, her first challenger is Statlander, and there you go. And those two would have an incredible feud together. So I think it's the the writing's on the wall for it. I think Jade's run is finally done, and it'll be a blessing in disguise that she can move on past this. And I mean, I hope with a loss that she gains out of it. I don't know what they will do. But that hopefully, mm-hmm. they'll just keep her on a good path and say, all right, 59-1 and one is pretty good. Bad. That's a good winning percentage, so. If Jade wins, I would love to see her be like, this is 60. I've done this, this, that, and the other. I'm ready for Jamie Hayter. Yeah. And be like, Tony, I don't want, like, she could cash in, be like, I don't want to, like, I don't care about rankings or building myself up. Here's the TBS title. I want my shot. And Mm -hmm. with, you know, that would be cool. Yeah. And you, I mean, you have like the Owen Hart tournament coming up soon. You could have it as, you know, the winner of the women's Owen Hart tournament is the new TBS champion. Yep, you know? like exactly. just slide There's op- got options, but I'm yeah. going Taya. Yeah, same. Only because I want it off of Jade for good reasons, not bad. Yeah, and like you said, Taya's great. Uh, I want to see her succeed in AW, and like she, she can put on great matches. So let's see more of that. You're gonna feel really bad when we're watching Disco Inferno take on the big cat Ernest Miller. Uh heck no. I love Ernest Miller, so I mean somebody better call his mama. <laughs> the, the one the one Royal Rumble Ernest Miller was in, and he runs out there and he's with his like sidekick Lamar and they just start doing the dancing is one of my favorite Royal Rumble moments. So <laughs> Just wait. All because of that damn turtleneck wearing Christian Cage. We're going to be watching the best of Alex right in no time. (laughs) So, um, let's see. We talked about that. The unsanctioned match. Adam Cole making his pay per view return, facing off with Chris Jericho. Normally, the unsanctioned matches are the last ones on the card, but like I find that tough to be the case in this scenario when you have. Anarchy in the arena. You have the world title match with the four pillars, but this should be a hell of a matchup. And I mean, there's lots of ways they can go with this. Yeah, they're gonna do the flick the lights on and flick them off to signal that it. That's what they did with Omega and Mox, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of interesting ways you could go with this. Um, I know that the Jericho vortex is real, so people think that he'll be in a feud with Jericho for the next like nine months, but. Ultimately, he's bringing Sabu. Did he hire Sabu to kill Chris Jericho? Why would you bring in Sabu? Like, I want to know how Sabu and Adam Cole became friends because he said that they were friends. And I know obviously (laughs) it's wrestling, but I'd like to know what that friendship is like. What Adam Cole and Sabu, you know, what the hangout situation is. But ultimately, I think at the end of the day, you it. Jericho has to know, they have to know, like, we got Adam Cole, he's back, he's healthy, he's over, he's the man, he could be a great challenger to MJF or whoever wins here at Double or Nothing, so let's get him on the right path, let's have him win over Jericho and just move on to another challenger. So I'm going Adam Cole, 
with a lot of shenanigans. Roddy's get Roddy's get involved. Unless Roddy wants to be a sports entertainer and he joins Yaz, I don't see. Ah, I don't know. I mean, Roddy was a sports entertainer for a bit, and all that he <laughs> got out of it was a a diamond mine logo that looked like Goatsy's. So I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm actually I'm taking Jericho, and here's oh? yeah, um. Unsanctioned matches, I mean, it's not as much with the lack of records anymore, but, like, they never went towards the record. So when Adam Cole lost his unsanctioned match with Orange Cassidy months ago, I mean, that didn't affect him. So you could have Adam Cole lose this match, come out of it still wanting just a standard wrestling match, get the win from there, and it almost, like, keeps him that much more elevated. Like, he can eat a loss in an unsanctioned one. That's the only reason why I think Jericho might win it, but then I might just be galaxy braining myself and thinking that like, oh, this will happen to lead to this. So I'm just I'm gonna take Jericho. Ultimately, last night I thought when Cole signed the contract very quickly without reading it, that Jericho had maybe altered it and it was gonna be like a mixed tag unsanctioned match, which also could have worked. You know? Yeah. Like, so as, as long as we don't have Adam Cole having to fake handcuffed to the ring again because the other one <laughs> latched onto the ropes, uh, yeah, because yeah, you're too. not you're not wrong. There's a lot of there's a lot of unknown there, and you're right. I didn't even think about the quick signing, but I just optically think Adam Cole losing unsanctioned or sanctioned is not a good idea for him. But hey, no, especially on his return too. We like, got to disagree somewhere. It can't just be Christian that's deciding who's going to be the winner. You're so. you're you're a homer. You're the Canadian. You know you're up there in Canada. You're repping. You know Christian Cage and Jericho. Yeah. I'm down here. You know representing my guys in the states. Hey, that's fine. I mean, a little international flavor. Realistically, I probably should have took Ethan Page in the guns. You know, like yeah, he, you should have. But wow. yeah. I just I love Hook that much, so I'm not. <laughs> Not going to branch away from Hook is Hook. It, Hook knows no boundaries, no, no country boundaries, no state lines, no nothing. Hook is F, Hook is for everyone. This is going to turn into the Hook podcast. Don't think I haven't thought about it. Oh, just yeah. I have said for those that have never heard me say it, I'll say it again. I don't think you can like. I don't think you can like professional wrestling and not have a slight crush on Hook. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he's, he, he, he's a gorgeous man. What can I say? Yeah, he, he is a gift. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> the AEW Women's World Championship, Tony Storm challenging Jamie Hayter. And I mean, this has is like sneakily under the radar for like big match potential because these two always seem to deliver when they mm-hmm. face off one another. So I'm expecting nothing less. Like the I'm waiting for the Meltzer star rating to be a solid 4.5, 4.75 on this one. Maybe even a five. And that's being the Tokyo Dome, brother. Yeah, you that, never know. Get that five. But uh, th- these two should have a good matchup. I mean, they all they never they always seem to deliver. Yeah, I'm interested. Like the there was some speculation that Jamie was hurt, so she's been out of action. Maybe that's true, I'm assuming, because she's been out, but the only, Tony Storm winning, like, then it would be an interesting discussion with amongst the outcasts, you know, with Saraya and Ruby Riot, maybe like a little jealous. But then again, you need the, if you want to keep this outcast thing going, they got to win. Mm-hmm. And I could see them spray painting the title Hogan style, NWO yeah. style. 
It's a giant. But then again, Jamie Hader and Britt Baker's right there too. Maybe maybe Britt Baker accidentally gets involved. Maybe almost costs. I don't know. So it's I'm torn between which way I want the belt to go because I think that there's great stories to be told either way. If you had to put a gun to my head, Blair, I'm gonna go with Hater. You mentioned Brooke, uh, Britt Baker, and that's the thing. Like she's like, you know, conspicuous by her absence on this pay per view. Like there's no no match for her. And I mean, I'm a big DMD fan. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love Baker. So I mean, I always thought the the end goal for this was a Hater Baker feud, whether it's at All Out or Full Gear, like. They've teased it a little bit early on. They kind of broke away from that. And I still think that's the goal. I think that's the ultimate plan is you have those two face off and it'll be one of the best women's matches in AEW history. Boom. Yeah. And it's I mean, settled. It is decided. It'll be, up there. it'll be up there. So I'm taking Hater too. I think she retains. I think it's going to be a, an absolutely incredible match. These two are going to have like a mid nineties, all Japan women's style match and just beat the piss out of each other. The I'm strong. all for that. Yes. All right. Both got hater. Um, there's only a couple left. I think we got. So I mean, let's go with the four pillars match because to me the other one is the main event. We got MJF challenging, defending his title against the other three pillars: Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Jungle Jack, and Darby Allen. They've built it up where I mean, I don't think anyone thinks that MJF is going to lose the title, yeah. and if if you're booking, do any of these three have a chance? Uh, if I was like, I guess if you phrased it this way, if we were going to book it that MJF was losing, who would I think has the best chance? I like Sammy. I think Sammy's the, the I think Sammy is the, like the whole piece to this puzzle. How, cause you know, they're laying the groundwork for, is he going to lay down? Is he going to mm-hmm. this? Is he going to that? And I just see the if Sammy Guevara, if, we could, if he could get past some of the like stuff yeah. <laughs> that makes people not like him a lot, yeah. like where it's like, <laughs> stop being, you know, you. Like he's super, <laughs> he's super talented. You know, he always does and says dumb stuff in the yeah. making out with Ty. I'm talking in character. Like yeah. he's always that Lynch, you know, that henchman for Jericho. He's doing, he's just, he he's, always gives you a reason to hate him. He's, I'm trying to be nice because we're on love wrestling. I'm trying to love here, but yeah. so I like Sammy a lot. I got his, I got his, I got his, he's he's back there somewhere in the in the mix of stuff. But I like Jack Perry. I just don't know if that's the time to. But I, it's MJF, right? Like it would be, it would be odd to like pull the trigger here on somebody else. I almost feel like they should have done this match a little bit more down the road. I love that they're doing it. I love the four pillars, but these three guys, it's like, we got to stop MJF. And if we crept closer and closer to, you know, 2024 and him leaving with the belt, Hey, we got to stop him. Let's stop him. But he's going to win. I don't, I just don't see like Darby's not Darby's good and all, but I don't think he's quite there. No, I think he needs a little bit more seasoning, you know, and, but cause when his, his TNT title run was great. Yeah. I mean, we had to look back, you know, a few months ago on the fact that we had him versus Kushida, which was, it's like an afterthought now. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was a great match. His matches with Joe, I, but I don't think he's at world title level yet, but in the future, definitely. 
But he's, yeah, they're all there. I mean, I could see a scenario with each one of them winning, but I just don't think you're going to pull it off of MJF quite yet. And we'll see what Sammy does. If he lays down, I'm going to be very upset. Oh, I'm wondering if maybe we see Jungle Jack, you know, reach into the uh, more of the heel side here because they've teased it a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe you do get a, a a heel run out of Jack where he, you know, channels his MJF more. He's a, you know, a bit more of a badass. Maybe, I mean, hey, uh, all that stuff Christian Cage taught him. Yeah, because they, I mean, you look back and when, you know, all the times where Jack was second guessing, you know, like the concerto on Christian Cage up on the state uh, on the ramp, you know, all the things where because he's a good guy, so maybe that's all building to this where you know you see the switch flip and he goes heel. I don't know. Maybe he's got nothing really else going on for. Him. I'm not no get no, no disrespect to Jungle Jack Perry, but the good guy routine definitely will run its course at some point. Yeah. He needs some edge, so this would be the way to do it. And eventually the fans will turn on you with that. You know, they'll yeah. they'll get tired of it. So maybe a, a short heel run is what he needs right now, just to freshen things up a little bit. But I think MJF's winning. There's not not a chance that he's losing this title yet. I agree. No. Okay. Now he said, okay. Get okay. serious. Before we hit the actual main event, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw this out there because I believe it's gonna be a match on uh, double or nothing. They teased it on Rampage. I think we're going to get an acclaimed in Billy Gunn versus the House of Black match for the trio's titles. Yeah. yeah maybe you think they, they could tease it. House, so, Bla- Bla- House of Black rules? Yeah, House of Black rules. I thought that so, looked cool. Yeah, the the, the updated, the one, the one this past Wednesday looked great. Much better than the original incarnation of it, but I liked it. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to throw it out there. This will be like a wild card, you know, just in case they don't do it. But if we see these two teams go at it, I mean, I mean, not a chance that the Acclaim beat House of Black yet because, I mean, their matches, the House of Rules matches have been a lot of fun. But would you be into one like this, you know, a trios match between the two teams? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. why not? I just said yeah. I want some more Acclaimed in my life. It might as well. It'd give a, give a good reason to put the House of Black on the card. It seems mm-hmm. silly that they're not there, so... Yeah, tease it on Rampage, make it happen. I'd be down for it. I mean, I think it would be, as much as I like the acclaimed, it would be a good idea for the House of Black to dominate. Just keep that dominant streak going until yep. you, maybe not to Jade Cardgill levels dominant, where it's like 60 wins, but just until you have that trio that it's like, okay, shit's about to get real for the House of Black. A, a couple month run with the titles at yeah. least. Yeah. Because their match last night on Dynamite, I know it was, you know, against AR Fox, Blake Christian, and uh, Middle League, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought the two two teams worked very well together. The ending of the submissions was great. So, I mean, you can give us more of those on a weekly basis, have them face off against established trios for the bigger shows. And, like, this is a run that I'm completely into. So, I mean, sign me up for more House of Black. Heck yeah. I'm not into the lore as much, but I love the matches. So. Brody but, King's the man. Oh, he's great. Little he's God's hate man. going on. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Good my, shout. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, after a bad day at work, that's what I bump on the way home. You know, I'm just. That's where I get it all out in the car ride. Exactly. And then I, I step into the house and I'm like, hi. Oh, and we're like, uh. Um, 
my main event, the one that I'm most looking for, is Anarchy in the Arena. You got the BCC versus the Elite. And I mean, I fully expected this to be a five versus five. I figured you're going to have Takeshita join up with Blackpool Combat Club, maybe a mystery partner for the Elite, turning into Kota Ibushi. But that's mm. just me thinking outside the box. But nonetheless, a four versus four with these two teams. And I, I cannot wait for this. I think these two are going to absolutely deliver tenfold. Oh, yeah. Everything about this, like Mox said, it's going to be the most violent match in AEW history. And I don't see why it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm just interested to see. Like, I, This is one of those where it's like, any way they slice it, I think we'll be happy, right? If the BCC wins or the Elite win, like... Who's going to be the mystery partner? Who do you is Takeshita? What side is Takeshita on? And like you said, I think he'll yeah. ultimately lean BCC, and then that would be cool to get a Bushi if you can get a oh, Bushi. Like, why great. not? But if you get a Bushi, then it's the elite winning for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think they just do the standard four versus four, but I mean, like, I love to just like throw that shit out there and like will it's you know into the universe you know like let's get this going on but i mean do you do you think we see don callis on sunday night does he play a part in this matchup i hope not but i'm just kidding wow it's it's don it's one of winnipeg's greatest exports behind jericho i never i never liked don with kenny like i get it i did it just wasn't for me i didn't think kenny needed it but I'm sure he will get involved. It's anarchy in the arena, so a lot can go down. I mean, if you've watched any other anarchy in the arena matches in the past, we've seen, you know, Urban Meyer, Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, yeah. former head coach, get the mix. You know, there's 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 opportunities here to have some things happen. So it wouldn't be out of the realm to see Don get in there and mix it up. And, you know, because he's, he's been tied to Takeshia, so we could see that make sense. Yeah. I'm down. Why not? Have him screw Kenny over. I'm down with it. Yeah, lead to a Blackpool Combat Club winning. You, there's a plethora of singles matches you can go from outside of this. I mean, you can do uh, Danielson Omega, Danielson Hangman again. You can do Moxley with either of them. You can do, you know, the Young Bucks facing off with Moxley, either one of them. You know, there's there's so much potential with it that like you could like spider web it out into 30 different directions and have fun combinations with it. Oh. Yeah. Who who do you got for this one? Uh, let, let's we'll round out our picks. I this, this is tough. I'll go with the elite. Yeah, because I think they need it more. But yeah. I'm not. But I also I just love this this Blackpool Combat Club led with this Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, Daniel Brian Brian Bryanson. Brian, yeah, whatever you want to call him, however you ever chop it up. Um, I think this is a lot of fun, though. So I don't, again, this isn't one I'm like overly confident with, but I think the elite need this win. Maybe they get this win and they even move off of the BCC and we see Kenny get into the title picture, see the Bucks get back to business, the elite back together, hangman in the fold, like that eye patch. And if you get Koto Ibushi, that's how you end this thing. Well, since you took the elite, and I love the elite, it's like through and through. Those those are my my. Is it because we're tied? I think because we have so many of the same ones that I will take the Blackpool Combat Club just to like, you know, add another wrinkle into it. I gotta have you know. That, I, I think have that would be the third. For, what's that? 
I think that's the decider. I think that would be the decider. Yeah. So there we go. I mean, that's going to make up for my Jarrett and Jay Lethal pick. The the BCC is going to elevate me into. Well, here's the thing. I've got every pick right, so it doesn't matter what you do. Oh, come on! <laughs> You're the one that put stakes on it. I got a little competitiveness in me, and I was like, "Well, I guess this is happening." Yeah, I figured you know it's something to have fun with because I I like to do review episodes once in a while, so it's like, yeah. Let's go. Why not? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I, I'll make sure to jot down all of our picks afterwards and we can keep track Sunday nights. So I think it'll be a fun show. I mean, the, the pay-per-views always seem to deliver. So, oh yeah, I can't like, I can't think of the last time AEW put on it or at all where you're like, that was terrible. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think it happens. I think they always, they, there's been like, not so great pay-per-views where it's yes. not their best, but there's never been one where you're like, oh, I left that hating everything about it. No, there's ones that you might not be into as much as others. Like, you know, yeah. last year's All Out, I, I wasn't into for, for reasons, but it was just, you know, one of those things, you know. But, like, yeah. for the most part, they always seem to deliver. So oh. I have no doubt they will again. It's going to be a good time. As, so. as long as you're not burnt out by the end of the weekend. My God, so much wrestling. Well, you know, like, like you know, I'll be camping, so I'll be missing Friday <laughs> to Saturday. But yeah. Sunday, I'm going to be rip-roaring ready to go because, I mean, Sunday morning we'll have four exposure up on Love yep. Wrestling. Yes. So, I mean, you yes. got to watch for that. I th- I don't think we've told anyone yet, so if Spencer and Zach... I did tell Spencer and Zach okay. that okay. it would be Sunday <laughs> at 9. I told so, him. I was on top of it. 9 Eastern, 8 Central, just so everyone, you know, knows we'll have a very special sunday edition of four exposure i'm excited to do that and i mean besides that i mean i encourage everyone to go to love wrestling shoot them a follow on social media up on youtube follow them there um where else can they find you because i mean you also co-host between two beards i do lots yeah it feels like i do lots of things but i don't do do that much no but you can follow me at plugo underscore Mm -hmm. on the social medias um, just look for this face right here, and I'm on all the social media platforms. I do. I co-host Between Two Beards on Love Wrestling every Thursday night at 8 p.m. with the amazing JPJ. Him and I blow that budget every week. You That's where you can find me, and then you find me with you doing four exposure on weekends. So, and then wherever Saturday. else I may pop up, you never know. You are like, you know, like you're like Kenta just shows up wherever, you know, me. Pretty much, you know, show up on impact. You never know. Yeah. You know, I I try to get in where I can. So, so, um, so definitely watch for us up on love wrestling myself. I mean, email graymakerpodcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, graymaker wrestling podcast. And I've got up on all podcast streaming platforms. So watch for, watch for the podcast up on there. Thank you to Plugo for joining me today, especially on the short notice. I'm glad we could bring oh, this to everyone. You. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great one. We'll talk soon. <laughs>